Today's growers and ag retailers want turnkey cropping technologies that pair high-performance seed with crop protection solutions that take them from clean fields to high-yielding harvest in a predictable way. Adama has the global assets and resources to help build upon your seed technology with a proven interest in developing partnerships. We're your partner in bringing your seed innovation to market faster. And welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop, Margie Eckelkamp. Today, we have Hunter Carpenter, a frequent guest, as he is the Senior Director of Public Policy at the Agricultural Retailers Association. Hunter, welcome back to the podcast. Margie, great to talk to you and uh, glad to be on. So we've got a punch list of updates that are very relevant to ag retailers as far as what is going on, what's percolating in Washington, D.C. I know one of the things you want to touch on is H.R. 1, the energy bill. What do ag retailers need to know? Yeah, I think first and foremost, this bill goes a long way to get us back to energy independence. Um, ARA is very supportive of the measure. It's already passed the House. Um, We're uh, cautiously optimistic that it will at least get some traction in the Senate. I I don't foresee uh, a vote anytime soon, but uh, it is great that these discussions are being had on Capitol Hill. And uh, obviously, energy plays a huge role in the delivery of products to our customers. um, And also, uh, the way that ag is intrinsically linked to uh, the energy markets, whether it be with fertilizer or biofuels. So um, huge um, step in the right direction, hopefully. And uh, again, the discussions are are great to be had. So another bill that I know you guys at ARA are spending a lot of time watching as far as what picks up traction as it moves down the tracks is the farm bill. So I just saw some reporting earlier this week on timing of the farm bill and what's realistic, but what would you like to share? Uh, In terms of timing, I think everything is kind of dependent on debt ceiling discussions. Those are ongoing. There's currently an impasse um, clearly on the Hill as to what needs to happen to make sure that the debt ceiling is raised. Um, With a lot of these things, you know, it often happens at the 11th hour right before it needs to. And that is both a blessing and a curse. Um, It it really is going to be tough this year with the farm bill coming up. Uh, right as the debt ceiling discussion hits their deadline. So um, I am, again, cautiously optimistic that a farm bill can get done this year. Um, As as far as timeline goes, uh, you know, we don't want this to leak into 2024 when elections are happening, not only uh, at the at the legislative level, but also at the presidential level. So um, the the biggest thing right now, I think, on the ag front in D.C. is we're all pushing to get this done this year. Now, when it comes to provisions and what's being included in the farm bill, any update there on that subject matter? Yeah, so ARA uh, finalized our policies on the farm bill uh, at our winter board meeting. There are a number of issues that we'd like to see happen in this farm bill. Um, Obviously, a continuation of a strong farm safety net on the crop insurance side of things. 
um, we would like to see that uh, carried over into uh, this farm bill as well. Um, I will also say that um, we play heavily in the conservation space. So maintaining current acreage dedicated to conservation programs uh, to protect working lands would be huge. Um, and also we wanna support the increased TSP Access Act uh, that Senator Braun has introduced on the Senate side. Um, that would, uh, I think, help streamline some of the certification process for technical service providers. Um, certainly ARA and its members uh, play a huge role in that as the ag retailer is that trusted advisor for the farmer. And in many instances are, are key to putting together <clears throat> nutrient stewardship plans. Um, and uh, we think this will go a long way in helping, uh, you know, cut down on the, the timeline that it takes to get certification. And just for clarification there, because I think that bill is so inter or that act in the farm bill would be so interesting. So that would allow for folks who are CCAs to also qualify to be a TSP within USDA. Is that correct? Yes, correct. And if you'll remember, we actually had language in the previous farm bill in 2018 to allow for this to happen. And there was a directive to streamline certification processes. Um, however, um, we continue to see uh, a, a slowdown in certifications at, at NRCS um, for a number of different reasons. Um, we would like to, I think, put a, a tighter timeline on certification um, at NRCS, and I think this bill does just that. So it would allow for anyone with a, a CCA, a certified crop advisor, that's employed at the ag retail level to be certified and um, shortens the timeline with which NRCS has to certify them. Um, so it gives some teeth kind of to the language that we uh, had in the last farm bill. We have continued uh, to make the point that NRCS does great work and ARA members want to work with them, uh, not in lieu of them, uh, and want to do what we can to ease the burden. I think. Um, NRCS has estimated um, the number of shortages that they have at the FTE level in the hundreds. Um, so they are uh, furiously trying to fill uh, spaces at NRCS where these people will do this work and we wanna help them get it done and work in concert with them. Excellent. So we are talking to Hunter Carpenter of the Ag Retailers Association and we'll be right back after this industry spotlight. For today's industry spotlight, we have Dave Feist, product strategy leader at Adama. Dave, let's talk about why seed companies might look to partner with Adama on developing unique systems that pair their seed with Adama's crop protection products. So first question, why would a seed company look to partner with Adama? Oh, very good question, Margie. And really, uh, this relates to the fact that they are experts, but they're experts in seed, they're experts in technology, working with traits, uh, and all the breeding aspects of it. On the other hand, Adama is an expert when it comes to crop protection, to understanding the chemistry, understanding how to register traits and seeds and, and how the herbicides interact with them. In this case, we've had several examples of where we've developed products with, with seed and herbicide over the top. So what we bring is expertise, marketing, 
stewardship, registration, and different pieces that are needed in order to ensure that you have a reliable product and a reliable supply of chemistry to allow for the best possible success at the grower level. And what else should seed companies expect from such a partnership with Adama? Well, what's key is that we, we come together. This is a bit like a marriage and that's the fact that you have two separate companies coming together, pooling resources, pooling support at a grower level with, with respect to sales resources, marketing resources, uh, and it really does vary. It depends on the seed company and depends on the situation. Bigger companies, maybe less support. Smaller companies, perhaps they need more experience from Adama. Uh, we offer that either way, and it's really check the box as we work together and ensure that we are successful as a team. And what's one more thing that you want folks to know about these partnerships? Well, we've had some very successful examples of this and have been able to bring new technology to the marketplace that was really sorely needed. One being with the Rice Tech, uh, another who produces hybrid rice seed as well as varietal seed. Another with SNW seed who provides sorghum and we have brought over the top grass control in both cases. Uh, these are areas where there were problems and we now have solutions that are really simplifying the way that growers operate. And that is Dave Feist, Product Strategy Leader at Adama. Welcome back to the podcast, and we are talking to Hunter Carpenter. He is Senior Director of Public Policy at the Agricultural Retailers Association. So Hunter, I know there's at least two more big things you want to touch on that are being discussed within the Farm Bill, and one has to do with biostimulants. So we saw some of the language around biologicals be introduced in the last Farm Bill. What's going into this Farm Bill? So right now, there are... Uh, bills on both the House and Senate side that would direct EPA to establish uniform definitions for plant biostimulants and would also amend FIFRA to exclude biostimulants from being identified as pesticides. Uh, this, These are important bills as they uh, contain marker language that could be used in the Farm Bill. Um, they would also establish definitions for nutritional chemicals, um, amend definitions for vitamin hormone products, um, and and thankfully put us in a place where um, there's some more certainty on the biological uh, side of things with biostimulants, plant biostimulants. So um, very important um, to ag retailers and the customers they serve. So Hunter, I know, especially since the COVID pandemic, we've talked a lot about onshoring or even friendly shoring product. And that's really also expanded the conversation on how do we put more innovation here on our soils? So there are some research dollar provisions being talked about and some expansions. So what would you highlight? So ARA has supported in previous farm bills, including um, funding for, for the research title, supporting statistical survey work carried out by the National Agricultural Statistical Service, NAS in support of the Conservation Effects Assessment Project. Uh, so a lot of acronyms here, but we're, uh, this is very important to uh, our research and land-grant universities as they work on conservation efforts. Um, and uh, across the agriculture spectrum, I think it's uh, no surprise that we are being outspent um, by a large margin uh, by other countries on research in the ag space. 
we want to play catch up in this farm bill and try and increase those dollars. Um, we work with um, a number of organizations like SOAR and NCFAR that um, are pushing this mission, uh, and we're supportive of the increased funding for research in the upcoming Farm Bill. No, that's excellent, Hunter. I know a lot of acronyms, a little bit of alphabet soup, if you will, but I know there's a lot of other policy priorities that your members have helped inform and issues and pending regulations that you guys are watching. So maybe even at just a high level, talk to us a little bit about what are the other priorities that you guys are focused on here in the spring of 23. Just a quick run through of some of the, the big issues, the applicator exclusion zone uh, issue remains uh, top of mind. Um, the Federal Trade Commission's non-compete clause uh, proposed rule uh, which would do away with all non-compete clauses uh, in contracts, uh, which would also affect uh, the ag retail space and uh, the the supplier space. Um, ongoing train derailments, which continue to be a hindrance to the delivery of products. Um, we're not sure where they're going with uh, regulations on uh, the railroads and their delivery times um, and any sort of safety measures that could be uh, increased on the railroads. Um, EPA waiver for diesel trucks out in California, um, and, and then also WOTUS is still top of everyone's mind. Um, we want to get away from this regulatory whiplash of having a new WOTUS rule every time we have a new uh, president in the White House. So um, we're reviewing, um, you know, the Define uh, Waters Act, uh, which was introduced by Senators Ernst and Braun, um, and and hopefully we can. Uh, get a decision on the second case here soon. Um, but it, WOTUS continues to be top of mind, especially for um, the ag retailer when you talk, think about applications being made. So Hunter, I know you guys are watching a lot and we will continue to turn to you guys uh, for all of the clarity that's also needed. If ag association, ag retail association members have their own questions. I know you guys have a resource in the DC help desk. So how do folks get in touch with you if they have questions uh, of what's going on and how it could affect their business? So yes, there are ways for ARA members to get in touch with us. We'd love to help you out uh, with any questions that you might have, aradc.org slash help desk. You can put in your info there. You can call me directly anytime. Uh, and uh, we are open to uh, assist any members with questions about legislation or regulatory compliance issues that might impact your company. And uh, we also wanna, want you to reach out for support on any other issues that uh, affect your business, your freedom and license to operate. So uh, we're here to help. We're here to represent you in DC. And we thank you for your continued membership. And that is Hunter Carpenter, Senior Director of Public Policy at the Agricultural Retailers Association. Hunter, thank you so much for coming on. Margie, thanks for having me. It's always great to talk to you. So I'm Margie Echelkamp, editor of The Scoop. If you would like to connect with us on Twitter or suggest future podcast guests, we'd welcome you to find us at Farmers Advisor. You can also get regular updates at www.thedailyscoop.com. And until we are back together on the podcast, I wish everyone a very safe and productive start to this spring season.
Today's growers and ag retailers want turnkey cropping technologies that pair high-performance seed with crop protection solutions that take them from clean fields to high-yielding harvest in a predictable way. At Adama, we help great seed thrive as profitable cropping solutions. We can pair seed with proven products from our extensive portfolio or work with you to engineer a unique and powerful solution. We're your partner in bringing your seed innovation to market faster.